I am Mark Greenberg of Necromancer Games, and you are listening to Morris's unofficial tabletop RPG talk. This week, Morris and Peter are joined by Jessica Hancock to talk about the launch of EN Live. In the news, Critical Role is headed to theaters, the Dune RPG has a new introductory box set on the way, a blue dragon wall-mounted trophy is coming from WizKids, charity offerings from multiple publishers, and more. Plus, our favorite game in all the world, and a brand new sketch about town criers using villager ear optimization. This week on Morse's unofficial tabletop RPG talk. This podcast is sponsored by Quickshot's Crossbow Delicatessen. Del- Delicatessen? Are they sure about that name? Nah. Well, if you need a repeating crossbow, a ballista, bumblebee mark II hand crossbow, the one that has quite a sting, collapsible spike thrower, dart gun, or even an enchanted fire shooting crossbow, or an icicle launcher, Quickshot's vast warehouse of more than two dozen crossbows will keep your enemies in the firing line. <laughs> I see what they did there. Very droll. All the tabletop role-playing news. We aim to amuse and we aim to enthuse And Morris is unofficial Tabletop RPG Hello, 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 and welcome to Morris's unofficial tabletop RPG talk. I am Russ, aka Morris, or Morris, aka Russ, and with me this week is... Peter Coffey from the Southampton Guild of Role Players. Russ has ever. It is a total delight to be here. Am I not alone? Ah, and alone. We have a guest. A special you guest. Too. A special yeah. guest. Special, wow. special uh, is the wrong word. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, well, we will get any more guests if you, if you keep on like that. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> With that lovely introduction, I'm Jessica Hancock, and I've recently rejoined EM Publishing as the business manager to try and attempt to organise Russ. She tried Woo! to escape from EM Publishing. Yes. I got away she, What for she a didn't realise is that I had secretly tied an elastic band to her back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just escaped. rebounded straight back. I, I escaped thought... for a year, but, but <laughs> alas, I, I end up, you know, here for my sins. Yes. I thought yeah. I got out. But then they pulled me straight back in again. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That old chestnut. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that is the best Alpacino impression I have ever seen, Peter. Thanks. I am lying. Yes. So today is a special day for two reasons. Uh, at least two. At least two. But two in particular. <laughs> uh, well, it is obviously GM's Day. It is, in fact, GM's Day, which yes. is a day which started on EN World yes. about 20 years ago. Yes. I'd like to point out it is called GM's Day, not DM's Day. I yeah. know that a lot of people say DM's Day, but it's inclusive of all gamers, not just yeah. those who play D&D, and yeah. it's definitely not tied to Wizards of the Coast IP in any way whatsoever. It's GM's Day, deliberately. Yeah, which good. And, yeah, and it's basically a day where you just kind of say thank you to your GM, or your yeah. narrator, or your referee, or your judge, or your... Director. Whatever, whatever the game Editor, you're playing. I like. It. Yeah. Mm. Maybe get them a gift, depending on how much you like them. I mean, Ooh. that's, you know, going a bit too far, as far as I'm concerned. But, you know. <laughs> yeah, or remembering. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's been going on for like 20 years now, and um, there's big sales. If you go over the drive through RPG, they've got a big sale on, so you can get a whole bunch of um, stuff on drive through RPG. So you could just, like, buy your GM a gift and at a discounted price and send it yeah. along to them. And then Ooh. send it to them and be like, hey, run this for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not so much a gift as homework, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got yeah. this. Do it. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a thing I'd do as a kind of, I'm a bit of a forever player, not really a GM. So that sounds like something. But I used to be a forever GM until the last, or until the pandemic hit pretty mm-hmm. much. Yeah. And I find I found I didn't really slip over to GMing online particularly. Mm. Fair enough. It has been, it's a different thing, isn't it? Running a, a game in person versus online. So oh, I mean, yeah. you could do I a whole show about yeah. that. Could do a whole, but I think yeah. you have to lean into it. And uh, you, I mean, some games it really suits, and others it doesn't. So mm. it's mm-hmm. just depends on that. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, today's not only GM's day. That's it's true. also the anniversary of the day that Gary Guy gets passed in two thousand and eight. Is it? It is. Oh, how about it? Yeah, so it's a sad day for that reason. Mm-hmm. But it's also somebody's birthday today. It's many people's birthday today. It's one in 365 people in the world have their birthday today, Ooh. approximately. Yeah, including me. So that's nice. Including, including <laughs> our very own Peter Coffey, of the Southampton Guild of World Players. Oh, thank you. Happy birthday. <laughs> Would you like to read out my address live on there as well? <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> yes, phone, and, and your phone number. Yeah, yeah and that's I good, texted your mum to get her maiden name as well, just so yes. all the passport information is yeah, there. Yeah, I've got, I've got your PIN number here somewhere. We, we, we should play a game right, where everyone reveals the name of their first pet. That would be good as well. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And a favourite yeah. location. Yes. Oh, nice, yeah. nice, nice, nice. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, all that aside. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. Yes. So we've got a new segment, a new part of the show, which we're introducing this week. So this new segment is a listener question segment. Interesting. So we're going to do this every week, and yes. listeners can send us a question, and we mm. will attempt to answer it. Bold, bold. So the question could be anything, preferably tabletop RPG related. Don't send in queries about your, you know, medical problems or anything like that, because we're really not qualified to help with that. Like super no. unqualified. Really yeah. unqualified, yeah. yeah. Um, but if it's tabletop RPG related, we might be slightly qualified to at least give it a try. I mean, that sounds pretty ambitious. ambitious but, but, you know. <laughs> but at least it's in the theme of the podcast, so yeah, we can, true. you know. It's on brand, so that's yeah. okay. Yes, on brand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and there's a, there's a bonus to this. Not um, only what? will we attempt to answer a listener question every week. Yeah. The person whose question that we attempt to answer, the person we select from all the uh, undoubted thousands of questions that will flood in every week. Of I'm course. Sure. All right. Thousands. I'm sure it'll be thousands uh, that flood in every week. The one that we pick, the one that right. we attempt to answer, gets a prize. Okay. So they get a copy, a soft cover copy of the first issue of the core cool rule book of The Awfully Cheerful Engine. Ooh. Nice. And we'll do that every single week. Okay. Nice. Sounds nice. Yeah. So I imagine people want to know, how do I get in on this? How do I enter this amazing thing? And I get my question on air. Right. Um, so this is how you do it. You can do it via Twitter. Right. In which case, hashtag awfully cheerful question is how I'll find it if you mm-hmm. do it on Twitter. So awfully's hashtag got two awfully L's, cheerful right? question. Mm-hmm. Awfully's got two L's in this case. Uh, typically, yes. And cheerful? And cheerful has one L. Okay. Just checking. What, Do you I mean, to spell awfully cheerful question. Oh, I mean, I'm I'm dyslexic, so I actually probably would appreciate that written somewhere. Because <laughs> like, yeah. we will put the spelling in the show notes, and you can look at yes, it. Yes, okay. excellent. Thank okay. you. Okay. Copy so, and paste. Hashtag yeah. awfully cheerful question on Twitter. Right. You can post in our Facebook group. Mm-hmm. Again, I would suggest you hashtag it just so it's really clear that that's an entry for 
this segment. Like, which, which, fa- which Facebook group should they post this in, Russ? Because I can that, think that of that was, Again, we'll put the link in the show notes, but that will be our um, podcast Facebook group. Oh, sort of what we would call podcast official. Podcast official? Is that what it's called? Morris's unofficial tabletop RPG talk podcast. Or so, podcast official, as Peter somehow remembered that. And it's also linked to on the EM <laughs> Publishing Facebook page. Oh. Uh, so the groups are all linked there. So if yeah. you just if you don't nice. want to type all those words and just want to type EM Publishing on Facebook, you'll find it linked on the groups in there. Oh, Jess, it's handy to have around. And finally, yeah. you can send yeah. us an email. What? Morrispodcast at gmail.com. Send us an email with your awfully cheerful question. Okay. So that's the three ways you can do it. Twitter, Facebook, or send us an email. Those three ways. Okay. Okay. So I did announce this on Twitter the other day. We've got some questions to choose from. Okay. And we are going with a question from Laurie on Twitter. Oh, hello, Laurie. What's your question? And Laurie wants to know, are TTRPG companies becoming too businesslike? When does having a deliberately limited lifespan for each edition put too much pressure on customers to buy into the new version or do we have to accept it to keep companies afloat? Hmm. An interesting question. What are your thoughts on okay. that? TTRPG well, it... companies becoming too professional. That's uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, that would be a good start. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel there's there's two parts to this question. So the first part is: Are tabletop RPG companies becoming too businesslike and professional? And the mm. second one is about you know the the additions. So the first part I'll speak to is somebody who's a business manager for an RPG company. Oh. I'll say no. Uh, <laughs> in summary, um, I think the indie RPG games company is basically a load of really enthusiastic, passionate, and creative people oh. who don't get into this industry to make a lot of money as a business person because That's you just well. you well, yeah, and yeah, it's lucky they don't because you probably won't. Like yeah. there's the there's the little joke that people make that to make a large fortune in the tabletop games industry, you have to start with an enormous fortune. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, but you, you, I, I, um, I think basically people that make indie tabletop RPG games are just really passionate people that want to do that, and they're obviously creative people, and those often aren't the people that make the most tactical business decisions <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. at times as well. And also, I think people think I think last week on the podcast this was mentioned mm-hmm. as well, but companies aren't really massive. Even mm-hmm. a lot of the really big companies that. Uh, you think of as being quite large and corporate, we'll probably have a handful of employees mm. even. Like at EM Publishing, the official employees yeah. are me and Russ. Yeah, <laughs> officially, I, 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 and everyone was... else are kind of contractors and, huh. you know. So that's why I'm in the same podcast yeah. with a significant proportion of the <laughs> yeah. <entire staff>. yeah. <laughs> Right, right. So, yeah, so I, I don't think um, anyone gets into tabletop RPGs looking to be a very cold-hearted business person to make a lot of money so um so that so that's the long answer and the short answer is no i I don't i don't think they are but i'm I'm trying very hard what if you do apply that to the larger companies like wizards of the coast and their impending possibly sixth edition possibly 5.5 if you if you ignore the sort of tiny indie end and look at that end of it how would is your answer the same then or would you would you change it well it's been what eight years yeah, so I was about to say, yeah, yeah. It, it's not like it's every year, because it's not like it's a collectible card game, like it's, you know, Magic the Gathering. You mm. have to keep up with that, and that is a very expensive thing to keep up with. But mm. And also, from what I understand about the looming 6th edition, is that mm. they're saying it might be backward compatible, and also, I'm sure they'll still sell 5e, and if you enjoy playing it and you've already got the books, 
keep playing that. Like, I think there's a lot of people that play earlier versions of D&D and don't play 5th edition because yeah. they've got their books of that version and they mm. play that with their friends and it works very well. Thank you yeah. very much. Mm. I think there's also another side to it, of course, is you get diminishing returns on any game line. Mm. Once you've made your core rule books, they're going to be the biggest sellers yeah. always. Then you're going to be selling sort of supplements or adventurers or whatever, and they're yeah. going to, you know, you're going to get diminishing returns on those. Always. Yeah. Just, I mean, uh, YB's done really, really well to, to stave that off. But yeah. traditionally, the truth is, you know, the truth of the, the situation is that you get um, more and more specific source books. Mm-hmm. You know, trying to yeah. find more and more things to write source books about until you're writing, you elven know, the, 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 the hardback about elven spoons or something, Ooh. which some people <laughs> buy. You know, it's... <laughs> Boy, would I? <laughs> Take my money. <laughs> um, yeah. So Wizards has kind of circumvent, circumvented that trap by changing the model to producing large adventures hardbacks, which seem to be selling just as well now as they did eight years ago. So that's that's really mm. good. Yeah. yeah. But generally speaking, if you don't keep producing stuff, yeah. what else do you do? You just tell all your employees to go home now and they don't have a job. And yeah. close the company down. It's like no, a company. You. Yeah, I mean, people <laughs> depend on these companies for their living, don't they? Yeah. So, you know, what, 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 I don't understand what people are actually asking the company to do just to go out of business rather than produce another project. Okay, um, I don't think anyone's saying that. It's just like I, I, I'm really struggling to think of a company that has a very short edition cycle. Because um, I think the fourth edition was quite short in terms of D and D cycles. Well, there was yeah. three three point five, which was like two years or something. Yeah, and you had what's it? Shadowrun is on seventh editions. So that was what every five six years. Yeah, Cthulhu's on like seventh as well. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, how long is too long between editions? It seems yeah. like three four years. That would be towards the short end. But that's all three four years of play. Yeah. Well, Pathfinder no. did a full ten. So, yeah. But yeah. again, as I say, you don't have to buy the latest thing to play with your gaming group. Your gaming group can be like, no. we've we've got this edition and we're playing our campaign with this. And, mm. you know, unless there's something new in it that you think, wow, that's a really cool new feature. Mm. But then that's also a reason to perhaps buy the new edition because I think new editions sometimes come out because they're growing and improving. Mm. And and sometimes they listen, well, I hope they'd listen to kind of their audience's feedback on what they do and don't like about the game. Hopefully. Yeah. Well, anyway, that's all. Of an excellent question from Laurie there. Thank you very much. Yes. And so, Laurie, if you could email or message me your address, we will get that Awfully Cheerful Engine book sent out to you straight away, and you should have that in the next week or two. Huzzah. And in the meantime, anyone who wants a question on the show next week, rewind and uh, listen again to the bit where I told you how to get your question on the show, because I'm not going to repeat it again. Or just check the show notes. Where it's <laughs> or, or check the show notes. Also just shout. Yeah. 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 Huh. Right then. I think it's time to do some RPG news then. Oh, hell yeah. Woo. Okay. So. What's happening? Let us start with... Should we... Oh, well, let's leave EN live till last. And then we'll talk about that at length. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. let's leave that till last. Well, we're saving then... the best for last. That's it. You're not, best. you're not being <laughs> deprioritized. <laughs> no, no. I, that's fine. <laughs> so Critical Role... Seventh oh, yeah. anniversary coming up. Yeah, Seven yes. years of Critical Role. And they are celebrating in the, on March the 17th, which is next week, week after. What is it now? It's the 4th of March uh, today. So, so it's 13 days, days away. No, nine days. Week after next. No, 13 days. On oh, St. Patrick's Day as right. well. Oh, is that St. Patrick's Day? Okay. Yeah. Yes. Good point. Um, well, 
they will be in cinemas. You oh. can go to the cinema to watch that week's episode of Critical Role. So this will be the normal Twitch stream. Only okay. selected cinemas. Right, right. So That's they fair. are <laughs> cinema, Cinemark theatres across the United States, mm-hmm. Landmark theatres in Atlanta, and Cinepolis Cinepolis Cineopolis in New York City, followed by a rebroadcast the following day in Cinemark theatres in Brazil. Oh. Uh, it's $25 US dollars to go and see it. Okay. So if you're in Brazil or you're in the US, you can go and see it. That sounds and- like a lot of money to me, but I don't really know. To I, writers, think, but I think it's, that's it's how much event. the cinema is these days as well. Well, $25 in pounds. It's uh, like, 20, it's like 18 quid or something. Which, in okay. fairness, I think last time I went to the cinema, it wasn't far off that. Wow. Yeah, okay. It's definitely more it, than 10. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's hmm. back in my day, it was only <laughs> six pounds. <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, I mean, like, um, seven, seven years. That's, uh, it feels more recent than that to me. Okay. Amazing how time flies. Yeah. Well, time is an illusion. Yes. There's no such thing as time. Yeah. We, we know this now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Um, so that's good. Yeah. So you can get from Modiphius. Of course, you can get something from Modiphius this week because why wouldn't you be able to get something from Modiphius this week? Because there's something new from Modiphius every day. But. Modiphius has announced pre-orders for an introductory box set for mm-hmm. their Dune RPG. Oh, yes. exciting. I've, I've seen it, and it looks very pretty. It does. So it's $82. Mm-hmm. It's not cheap, but it's a big old box set. It's not like a D&D starter set. It's got a lot more in it than that. Right. Um, so it's called Agents of Dune box set. Okay. In the box, you get 116-page adventure. Mm-hmm. Five pre-generated characters. Okay. Two 50-card decks with NPCs, okay. assets, and traits. Mm-hmm. A spice harvesting system to track success or failure. Important, I guess, in the June RPG. Yeah. I guess. Five custom D20s. Okay. Bunch of handouts, mm-hmm. some maps, some tokens, some trackers, and a code for a free digital copy of the core rulebook. Right. So all that stuff. You can get a digital copy of the core rulebook, but there's no rulebook included. Um, well, the 116-page adventure has step-by-step guidance. It says, so I uh, assume it includes the rules you need as you get to them, sort of thing. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, yeah. All right. Sounds like yeah. I mean, it is, it is super pretty, and it's all it's really, really high production values. It's all lovely looking stuff. Well, oh yes, okay, that is quite a nice set. Certainly, a lot of mm, it's definitely got a style to it. Those costumes and so forth, very much uh, the heist of trades vibe. Mm. Uh, sort of like kind of martial, deep blue, and uh, yeah, mm. it it looks nice enough. Yeah, um, and how much is that? Do we know? Uh, we do, I said. Six, I Sixty pounds. Look at it again, but, uh, Eighty-two uh, dollars from the DPC yeah. store. Yeah, lovely. Right, blue dragon heads. Yeah. Anyone here got a blue dragon head on their wall? N- no. No. Peter, Should you I? Got one? No. But you can have. Oh. Should you Should you want one? You can have the head of a blue dragon mounted upon your wall. Exciting. Hmm. This is from Wizkids. Yes. It will cost you about five hundred dollars. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Suddenly, that I don't seems- want a blue dragon head on my wall. 
<laughs> I, I mean, yeah, sure. Why not? Um, <laughs> well, they've done a whole bunch before. It'd be cheaper than sending out an adventuring party to go and get it for you, I suppose, mm. and bring it back and mount it. Uh, I suppose. It depends how well you negotiate with the adventuring party, I guess. Mm. I mean, what's the dollar to gold coin ratio? Well, that's, that's a good point. That's that's a good point. Yeah. 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 I'm sure somebody's worked that out, like, online. There's somebody that's done a conversion on that. I'm sure somebody has. And I'm sure I'm not going to check to find out. I, I can't just check, <laughs> right? Does anyone else just basically go in their head, like, a gold piece, that's about a pound, right? That's basically what I do, yeah. 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 In my head, yeah, a gold piece is a pound. N- no, not my campaign, but no, we never have any money anyway, so it's irrelevant. We're just <laughs> constantly broke. <laughs> Well, well, anyway, maybe it would anyway. be. You don't know. <laughs> so, so this uh, dragon head. So they, previously, yeah, exactly. they have done a red dragon, a black dragon. They've done a mind flayer. They've done a bear owl. Mm-hmm. I've just noticed that Daryl wrote bear owl, not owl bear. Well done, Daryl. And a beholder. <laughs> good man. <laughs> Plus, they did those mantelpiece replicas of the Iron Hand of Vecna. I think we mentioned them last year at some point. Do you remember those? It was in a jar. You don't recall that? It, I. Do not recall that at all. Um, it sounds wow. lovely, though. It does sound. Yeah, lovely. yeah, just perfect for any home. Yeah, yeah. Well, this yeah. blue dragon head available in May, and you can pre-order it for about five hundred dollars. Fantastic. Uh, mm-hmm. So, I guess there's going to be a green and white one coming out as well. Um, possibly. So many dragons, so many heads. Who knows? So little time. Okay. They, they should get a Tiamat one with all five. You could make your own homemade Tiamat one. I guess you could. Yeah. Tiamat came round my ends, and this is what happened to her. Yeah. <laughs> that her. All right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, the I uh, don't want to sort of get into discussing the event itself, but the Ukrainian, Russia invading um, Ukraine. I A lot heard. of publishers have launched charity efforts yes. to support mm-hmm. Ukraine. So I wanted to quickly just run through a list of some of those. I mean, I'm sure more have come out since this list was made because they're, they're, yeah. a, lot, a lot of people are doing this. Um, I think we're planning on something, aren't we, Jess? We were talking about something, but... Yes, yeah. we have something planned. So we'll probably do an announcement about it next yeah. week. So we haven't said anything publicly because we right. didn't want to just make a statement without doing anything because that <laughs> yeah. felt a bit, a yeah. bit hollow. Yeah. But, rubbish, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're not big on slacktivism, is the uh, mm-hmm. thing. But anyway, so mm-hmm. Modifius has said that all proceeds from PDF sales on the Modifius web store mm-hmm. will go to frontline humanitarian aid efforts in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Monty Cook um, Games, similar thing. Uh, all proceeds all proceeds from the Monty Cook Games store are going to the International Rescue Committee to support Ukrainian refugees. Amazing. Um, Dork Tower and Munchkin artist John Kovlik. Yes. Selling a print titled mm-hmm. Ukraine, a very hard stare with all proceeds mm-hmm. are going to the world central kitchen who are feeding refugees on the Ukrainian border. Amazing. Chaosium has released the adventure does love forgive. It's a pay what you mm-hmm. want. Mm-hmm. So you can choose how much you pay for it. And, and, uh, the suggested price is zero dollars. And they're requesting instead that you pay them zero dollars and then make a donation to one of four charities, which they've listed. Right. Okay. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So, that, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a good way of doing it. Hmm. So, Black Monk Games, um, they originally published Does Love Forgive. They have a selection of auctions with uh, proceeds going to various humanitarian groups. Okay. Itch.io. Itch.io. Uh, this one isn't Ukraine related, but it's uh, uh, it's in support of Transgender Education Network of Texas. 
Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, because they passed recently, for those of listeners who aren't in the know, they passed a law which basically says any affirmation of your child's gender is now to be considered child abuse yeah. in yeah. Texas, which yeah. which is horrendous. Yeah. So this bundle, yes. itch, itch.io, itch.io, itch. Yeah. How yeah. do you say it? Itch.io, man. Itch.io, okay. Yeah. Every single time it comes up, I have this problem. Itch.io. I'm going to go with itch.io from now on. If that's an itch.io, you can't scratch.io. I understand. (laughs) 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 Anyway, so for $5, you can buy this bundle, and it contains over 493 digital tabletop RPG products worth nearly $3,000. It's an incredibly good, good deal. That is an incredibly good deal. I mean, that's an amazing deal. I yeah. think, isn't it well, worth like over two? How much did you say it was worth? Uh, nearly three thousand. That's wild. Yeah, nice. for five dollars, and the proceeds go to the Transgender Education Network of Texas and yeah. Organización Latina de Trans on Texas. In Texas, okay. I've, which I've butchered the pronunciation of, but yeah, sure, but sort of the Spanish speaking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, that's a good cause. I think the best way mm. to fight hate is with education. So it's kind of the best way to do it, mm. really, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Right. What else have we got in the news? Let's find some more news, shall we? Oh, Level Up hit Fantasy Grounds. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Oh, I saw that, actually. Yeah. That yeah, was good. This week. Um, and it looks yeah. really, really flashy as well. It's like a. Ooh. Fantasy Grounds is quite a high production value platform. Mm. It's, mm-hmm. like, it's quite a slick looking platform. I've never used it, but I've seen pictures mm. of it. And it always mm-hmm. looks really, really slick. And I really should give it a shot at some point. You should. But Level Up is now on Fantasy Grounds. It's, it was licensed to Smiteworks. Mm-hmm. So okay. um, Smiteworks is doing it all in-house. Okay. Um, and uh, and uh, and producing it. And yeah, so it's on Fantasy Grounds. It's on Roll20 already. At least there's a sort of character sheet on Roll20 already. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, there's one on Foundry mm-hmm. already. Yep. And now it's hit Fantasy Grounds, but the Fantasy Grounds one currently is the most fully featured. Because that's like the entire, two of the entire card back books. I assume Trials and Treasures is coming, but the yep. Adventurous Guide and Monstrous Menagerie are on there. Yeah. And there's a whole mm. character generator built into it and all sorts of stuff. It's really character generator. Yeah. Oh, nice. Fully feels, yeah, yeah, it's good. I think they did a little video overview the other day as well. Yeah. So I'm sure you can go and rewatch that, not live, but yeah. if you want to overview and see it in more detail. Mm. I think they've got it all on there. Yeah, super flashy. Mm. Um, also from us, um, Awfully Cheerful Engine, yeah. another yes. one came out this week, Bite Me. <laughs> Vampires? Vampires, yes. Hey. So this is basically oh. Buffy-ish. It's set oh, in America. There's an in abandoned no way affiliated park. with the Buffy brand. Yeah, no way. Yeah, yeah. Um, Legally distinct in every way. <laughs> <laughs> so this is number eight of the Awfully Cheerful Engine. Nice. Uh, you can pick it up on Drive Through RPG because of the Kickstarter. I have it already. Oh, and nice. that joins the recent ones we did. Domes of Thunder came out last week. Yes, and Orcs and Oubliettes came out the week before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and Imminent <sighs> is I do like names. Accidental anthropomorphic animal heroes. Yes, <laughs> is coming very soon. I think that's my favourite name for any of the awfully <laughs> I, cheerful I engine it, lines. Can you say it? I can't. Say, I find it really hard to say. Accidentally anthropomorphic animal 
heroes. I'll say it three times really fast. <laughs> no. Accidentally anthropomorphic and heroes. Accidentally anthropomorphic and heroes. Accidentally anthropomorphic and heroes. The heroes and the anthropomorphic. Woo. Yep. Anthropomorphic power. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And yes, you can play a turtle in that. What? <laughs> Who would have thought such a thing? That sounds very OP. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's the next one. And then, then the uh, Omnibus edition goes out, I think. Oh. Shortly after that, which contains all nine issues, all in one oh, hardcover. I do like an Omnibus edition. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, the, right. I just like them. They just make me happy. <laughs> good, good. All in one place. I am pleased. Mm. That's- you know, we might be... That's a short news section. <laughs> might be it. There's a new Roll20 user report for quarter four 2021. Oh, yes. We cover these every quarter, but they're always the same. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons is in the 50s. Call yeah. of Cthulhu is about 10%, 9.3 yeah. in this case. Then it's Pathfinder. And then it's always, they're always the same. So we don't yeah. have to dive into it too much. Unless it changes, it changing would be news at this point. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so D&D is still there at, you know, 55% of all campaigns played on World 20. Nice. As it has been pretty much every quarter for the last goodness knows how many years. Yeah. I still find it interesting that Call of Cthulhu is second, though, rather than Pathfinder, and has been for yeah. a while. I mean, they're carrying Pathfinder, First Ed, and Second Ed separately, right? Yeah, so we've got Pathfinder First Edition at 3.3%, and Second Edition at 1.14%. But even together, that's not beating 10% now. Yeah. But, but then again, to be fair, we said Foundry, didn't we? Yeah, Pathfinder players tend to use Foundry rather than Roll20. Right, right, right. I'm told. You're going to have to bust out some of these things so we can have a look at them, Russ. Well, I've got Foundry installed. Yeah. I've had a few, I had a few looks at it. It's a, I feel like it's got a slightly harder learning curve than uh, maybe some others. But I think the results might be more rewarding once you've got past okay. that stage. All right. Because it's really flashy. Okay. Um, well, I shall, I, shall, I shall have to produce... I shall have to raise my production values for next week's game, except with yeah. Mark and his tablet, bless him. Yeah. Sorry, Mark, but it doesn't means I can't use dynamic lighting, which makes me <laughs> sad. Yeah. I, I have yeah. a Roll20 subscription, so I can do dynamic lighting, because I love dynamic lighting. It just makes me so happy. And I can't, because otherwise it breaks everything. Okay. Sometimes. No, no, I do think that is actually it for the news, though. Is it? All right, fair enough. That was short. Oh. Except for... Ian live. The yeah, but we'll talk game. about that for the whole second half of the show, so... It's time to play our favourite game. It's time to play the game. Our favourite game in all the world. Guess the Kickstarter from just the name. Shall we, because we have an important thing to do first. Yeah. We have a game, an important game to play. <gasps> what? Yes. Our favourite game in all the world. The game where I read out the name of a Kickstarter and you try and guess what it is from just the name. So you both know how to play the game, so I don't need to explain the rules. In fact, I already did just explain the rules in the title. So. Right, who would like to go first? Would you like to go first, Jess, or shall I? Uh, I don't mind. I don't mind. Do you want to go first as it's your birthday, Peter? How about that? Yeah, then. Uh, that's, what, your, my, what, that's your present what a from present. me to you. You, you, ha- you have to let us old timers enjoy your things before I forget what I'm doing. Exactly. And wander through a door and be like, where was I going? What was I doing? I don't understand. All right then, Peter. Yes. Are you ready? Who are you? <laughs> yes, I was wondering. Come on, hit me. What have you got, Russ? Okay. What is over aisles? One word, O-V-E-R-I-S-L-E-S. Well, um, I'm afraid I'm not actually eligible to guess this one because I know what it is. Oh. 
That's unfortunate. Yes. All right, Jess, do you know what yeah. it is? No. All right, let's switch. Let's switch player. Jess is now going first. No. What, what is Overiles? How, how, do you, how do you spell the second bit again? O-V-E-R. Yes. I-S-L-E-S, and that's all one word. Oh, over Isles, like over islands. Isles. Yeah. Yeah, like okay. islands, yeah. So I imagine this is, um, I'm going to guess it's fifth edition compatible because that's the way the internet and Kickstarter works a lot of the time. Uh, and I think it's settings um, and stories from different niche islands and landscapes in places. Perhaps maybe if it's Isles, maybe it's like, maybe Scottish, Ooh. something like that, or 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 not, depending on the island. <laughs> I don't know. Is the, I'm not good at this game. I don't know. That's my guess. Some fifth edition okay. kind of setting, uh, giving out a nice world and some adventures. In Scotland. Yeah, there right, we go. Okay. Maybe in Scotland or maybe you know, another Scot- island. Scotland's not an island. No, it has islands at the top. Yeah, it has somewhere. It does have islands yeah. around it. Yes. Okay. I know, yeah. Alter and inner Hebrides. How about it? Exactly. That's what I mean. So, um, this was a hard one. This this was a hard one. So, um, what this is? I wouldn't have got that. To be fair, I only. But you would have, because you know what it is. Yeah, but that's the point. Like that's why I confess. Because otherwise, (laughs) if I turned around and said, "Well, actually, what it is? It's the sequel to Inspirals, which is a game which is all about teaching people sign language through role playing," Mm. then you would rightly have been suspicious because how am I getting that from the name? Yeah. So it is a campaign setting. Yes. For Inspirals. Yeah. Which is a tabletop role-playing game which teaches British and American sign language. That's Dragon, by the way. Yeah. So you play as teams gifted with extraordinary powers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you work together to prevent the destruction of the kingdom and you learn ASL and or BSL mm-hmm. as you ride giant birds, wield the elements, solve puzzles battle mythological creatures pretty sweet that sounds really cool it yeah. is really cool it's very cool yeah. oh maybe you should put that in the podcast for a stream um, so, or something so big old hard full colour hardcover a new setting sort yeah. of set above the clouds so over <laughs> aisles in the air oh, oh, oh. yeah it looks, uh, looks pretty good uh, it's doing really really well on Kickstarter it's got three weeks to go it's done $130,000 so far oh yes. good for them so yeah. it's doing incredibly well yeah, um, the, so, the, yeah. the hardback book Arrived last week for the previous Inspirals yeah, uh, Kickstarter, yeah. so they're clearly raring to get on and doing this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. So unfortunately, just unfortunately, you get no points for that. Well, sadly. they do speak British Sign Language in Scotland, so do I get like a point for that? <laughs> Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm not sure we know the answer to that question, so we're going to assume it's a yes. <laughs> okay. Right, Peter, now it's your turn. Okay. So, what yeah, is, what the game is Forgotten Ruin? Sorry? Forgotten, forgotten Ruin. Hmm. Don't think he remembers. <laughs> 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 Forgotten Ruin. Uh, this feels like it should be a exciting module, which is all about investigating a dungeon. Uh, I would, I mean, possibly I'm thinking of Ian Publishing's Dungeon Delver's Guide coming soon. Hey, uh, which is so exciting. Um, I cannot, I, I am, I am super excited about Dungeon Delver's Guide. I 
but I, I, I must hold my silence for now. Uh, but no, uh, so Forgotten Ruin, it's probably not going to be that. So I think it's like a sort of like, not quite a, like a splat book. And it's got like maybe a bit of an adventure where you are going to a place and there is a ruin which someone has forgotten. Possibly they've forgotten their keys there or something. Or possibly a relic or artifact. Or that is where they kick up the big bad evil guy. And sometimes. And I think we shall say probably 5th edition. Because this seems like an actually really solid use case for Dungeons and Dragons. Hmm. So your guess is that Forgotten Ruin is in fact a 5e adventure in a Forgotten Ruin. Yes. Basically. Right. Yeah, I'm hoping it's a really good name. <laughs> it is not that. Oh, well, um, no. So why is it? <laughs> so this is a tale of fantasy monsters versus time-travelling U.S. Army Rangers. What? I know, right? But For the swords and wizardry system. What an amazing pitch, though. How exciting. <laughs> fantasy monsters versus U.S. Army Rangers. Yeah. Huh. This is going to be an expensive day for me, I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's for Swords and Wizardry, which is an OSR... Um, hack. Yeah, yeah, hack. Is that a hack or no, no, it's not a hack, BX sorry. or something? It's, um... Or, it's, uh, like, well, I mean, most of OSR is, to be fair, hacks or BX and so forth, which is fine. That's, yeah. That's I, think, I think OSR is a quite a broader remit than that these days but I think if you ask anyone in the USR what the USR is you get different answers depending on who you ask just just don't ask him what the R stands for you'll be fine yeah but anyway less commentary on that and more more about this Um, yeah tell me about this game like so The Forgotten Ruin is in fact a novel series already exists is it and this is the lit RPG uh, yeah uh, this is the um, game of the novel series what was that voice that's my sketchy, excited voice. It sounds like a bird squawking. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It's like a kenku appeared or something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've been doing it for literally years and people have commented on it before, so I don't know why it's certainly a surprise for you, Russ, but okay. <laughs> I didn't realise that when Peter got excited, he squawked like a bird. <laughs> hey, so sure. <laughs> it's, a, it's a habit I got into, and uh, I've never been able to break. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> it, look, it was basically because I was doing a LARP system and I was playing a character that was a cross between Big Bird the Sailor, Big Bird and Sinbad the Sailor, and they were basically Big Bird the Sailor, and it was okay. I was huge yellow and had hero pants, and what more could anyone ask for apart from looking feathers and making strange bird noises? I think we kind of digressed wow. slightly. Yeah, I feel like, the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we've gone to a place that I don't know if we meant to go here or if we want to be here still. <laughs> yeah, let's just leave this place. place very it's quickly. a silly place. So, no. so, um, so Peter, US Rangers versus yes. Fantasy Monsters. A, it sounds awesome, and B, yeah. you get zero points for that. That's fair. So both of you are on zero points. I, I, I'm, 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 I'm delighted, however, because I heard about something which I kind of want to play. Hmm. <laughs> No. That does sound kind of cool, yeah. No. Right, what else we got? We... I'm trying to find yes. one that's actually... They're getting... They're... These t- these uh, titles... are getting better. Their titles are getting yeah. more descriptive, which makes them Good. hard to use in this game. No, I'm, like... I'm glad the game is serving its purpose, and one yes, day I... maybe we'll be able to retire it. Yes, I think Old School yeah. Essentials Fantasy RPG Box Set. I mean, it's a good title, Good's but it's not really suitable for this game. 
It does trip off the tongue, sure, but you know what? You know what you're going to get, and I approve of that. Yeah. Yeah. Or Crucible magazine. I mean, I think it's kind of obvious. For a line of, you know, T-shirts. Yes. Dungeons and Dragons, surely. Yes. Or, I don't know. Metal, maybe it's like metal fanciers. Yeah. Or, no. well, interesting, this magazine very obvious. We could uh, just do a version of this game where it's wrong answers only. We could do and that. And you have to just... Shall we do that then? I mean, if you want. Are there not any other ones that... <laughs> okay. Well, there's GooseCon 2022 from the Majestic Goose Network. I'm, I really like it already. <laughs> um, I, is this so I, I hope, actually a thing? I hope it's an RPG... Where yeah. all the monsters are geese, because geese are terrifying if anyone mm. has been around them and chased oh, by yeah. them. Oh, so yeah, I imagine yeah. you're a group of adventurers just trying to live your life, and then suddenly geese. Murder geese. Yeah. yeah. Russ has clearly not been chased enough by geese. Just general geese are murder geese. Yeah. I can tell that right now. They're like, awful. Yeah. I, I mean, they, they'll attack your car as well, just because they'll see their reflection in the wing mirror really? and just not be okay with it. Yeah. Yeah. But they're, they're basically um, like, they're, they're, yeah, they're, so they're small dinosaurs. I would like it to be. Yeah. So what GooseCon 2022 is, is in fact a gaming convention in Cincinnati. It's uh, September 23rd through the 25th. Features tabletop RPGs and board games. And let's have a look at the actual campaign itself. Yeah, that's saying, what are they on Kickstarter for? Is it to... Yeah, that's what I was just checking. So they're about halfway funded with two weeks left to go. And the mm-hmm. funding is for... Um, I guess organising the convention. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Will there be any geese attending? Um, there's a goose on the logo. I Does won't go help? just in case. That, that's a big red flag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <big> red flag. <laughs> and the goose what? has a little crown. A goose with a crown on it. Oh. Wow. It's a royal so goose. A majestic goose. The king of the geese. Mm. Um, I, I, I mean, I got, I got to say, like, as we all know from playing fantasy games, the more objectives you put in front of the noun, the scarier the monster. Mm. And geese are already pretty hot. So a royal yeah. goose, it's like, whoa. That, yeah. I, that, it'll take you down faster. You can say level it an appropriate encounter. Yeah. And on that note, I think I'm going to call the end to this game for today because everybody's got zero points and there are no obscure titles. So congratulations oh. to both of you for scoring no points whatsoever. Well, well as I say, in this game, there's no winners. There's only losers. <laughs> there's only losers, <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. Well, it's a bit of a shame. Hey, hey, find out when the Duke's ball will be. Hey, hold up, hold up. I want to listen to this. Oh, yeah, me too. I, I love the Duke's ball. The Duke is the ruler of the 19 duchies. Why are they telling us that? Yeah, we, we know who the Duke is. I've paid him a very reasonable 98% tax rate for the last 20 years. He took over the dukedom when his father... Duke Eggard passed away. Oh, come on. Get to the point. I hate it when they bury the lead like this. Oh, it's all about ad sales and VEO, you know. VEO? Uh, yes, uh, villager ear optimization. The Here Town crowd will be filling this announcement with as many keywords as possible in order to try and attract the attention of as many villagers as they can. The dukedom is a hereditary monarchy founded 300 years ago by the great hero, Calenthalus. See, already they've got the name of the former Duke and the Duchy's heroic founder in the mix, despite being completely unconnected to the date of the Duke's ball. Oh yeah, I see that. It's quite infuriating. It's fueled by ads, you see. Now a crowd is gathering because they hear the name of a hero, then they'll drop a promotional snippet in. 
Don't forget to buy your cod pieces from Mrs. Cockle's Cod Piece Emporium. 50% sale until Tuesday. Wow, stops last. Oh, gosh, you're right. You know a lot about this stuff. But when are they going to tell us when the darn ball is? I have these turnips to deliver. Oh, they'll have a bunch more unrelated keyword enhanced information to get through first. The Duke's Ball is an annual event held by the Duke. It is a ball. Okay, they're really stretching it now. There's a whole science behind it. I mean, I bet they get a mention of the princess in. She's always good for VEO. In recent years, the ball has been attended by the Princess Belinda, currently dating Lady Bartholomew. Ooh, two for the price of one. Yeah, nothing like a bit of pointless celebrity gossip to get the villagers' ears. Yeah, but how long will this take? I mean, it's really quite irritating. Get your swords sharpened at Gentry & Co.'s mobile whetstone service. Simply send a pigeon, and they'll be there near instantaneously in 48 hours or less. Oh my, that is fast. Yeah, how technology improves. I remember when we had to send a foot messenger. Took nearly three days at minimum. So when will the Duke's Ball be this year? Oh yes, that is what we're here to find out. The Duke's Ball, which is held every year during the summer months, usually takes place at Carmingle Castle. Oh, for goodness sake, get to the bleeding point. It can't be much longer. And this year is no exception. The ball will be held at Carmingle Castle. Get on with it! It will be attended by nobles from all over the land, along with specially invited commoners and peasants. You know, it wasn't always like this. The ball this year will be held on. Ah, finally, here it is. A date to be announced next week. Blinking clickbait. Hey, so Peter, I was uh, I was walking down the road the other day and uh, I saw this bunch of really cool, good-looking people. Cool, good-looking. That could only be our patrons. Yep. Man, I have never seen such a well-informed, debonair bunch in all my life. Yeah, right. You know, why is that? I don't know. You tell me. Well, if I was forced to speculate, I guess it's because they listen to our top-secret, super-exclusive bonus episode every week. Bonus episode? What? Yeah. Each week, our patrons get an extra half hour, or even more, of extra content that nobody else gets to hear. Wow! That's amazing! Where can they find this? Oh, it's pretty simple. You just head over to patreon.com slash morris and pledge a monthly donation. Anything from a dollar to whatever you think we're worth. Huh, I did a, uh, a scientific calculation once, just to see how much we're worth. Oh yeah, how much? Uh, you probably don't want to know. Probably for the best. Anyway, if you, if you enjoy our podcast, please head on over to patreon.com slash morris and, you know, just pledge a little. That's patreon.com slash morris. And thank you so much for your support. We couldn't do this without you. I reckon we could. Shh. So we have got yes Jessica Hancock, who I yes. sometimes like to call Jessica Hancock, and mm. she is the business manager for EN Publishing. Ah. Yes. Yeah. But nobody knows what that is. So Jess, why don't you tell us, what's, what's a business manager? What does a business manager do? Well, I pretty much do the things that you don't want to do, Russ, to run the business, is, is my in short. That's sort of all <laughs> of the things, then, basically. I mean... <laughs> 
Pretty much. Um, so I don't, I don't do the creative side of things. So what products we're, we're going to make and the writing of them and the artwork and who we hire to do the writing. I don't do any of that. That's all, that's all for us. So I kind of get reports and information to help us make strategic decisions. So with the business, I'll be like, Hey, this product makes a lot of money. We should probably make more. And he's like, that's a good idea, Jess. We'll do that. <laughs> yeah I mean this uh, sounds extremely plausible to me I gotta say <laughs> uh, I mean I came on so yeah I came on uh, the podcast before so there's also yes. doing the shipping and logistics um yeah, so yeah. when uh the products are being fulfilled um overseeing that we also have uh Zin who works for us who's the publishing administrator so she mm. does um a lot of the day-to-day bits of that with me as mm. well the shipping logistics and also more excitingly I'm heading up kind of looking at the marketing and the public side of things we do, oh, which brings me on to talk about EN Live. Oh, what a segue. What? the new exciting thing I wanted yeah. to what? talk about. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> well, Ooh. this podcast is now becoming part of EN Live. Uh, so, yeah. Have been so, bought out? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you're Can not, I invest you're my not, stock options and retire? <laughs> You're not, you're not getting paid, sorry. Um, uh, oh. Oh. <laughs> no, so sorry. Ian, Ian Live um, yes. is, is part of Ian World and Ian Publishing. And yeah. what it is, is we're going to be making a range of different content about different indie tabletop RPGs, not just mm. ones we make at Ian Publishing, lots of other different publishers. Uh, we're going to be talking about game news, much like we do here. We're going to have actual plays showing off um, some of the games we have at Ian Publishing. Um, nice. So we're going to be doing a whole range of different things uh, on that there so we've got a list of shows that are going to be coming out some of them are going to be pre-recorded and will be out on tiktok and facebook and youtube um and then we'll have some live streams uh that'll be going on as well so you can come and join in and chat to us and ask us questions uh and the first one we have is going to be on monday and that's monday the 7th of march and it's called not dnd and that is a show where we talk about tabletop rpgs that are not huh. Dungeons and Dragons. Hmm. Interesting. Yet still sneakily getting D&D into the title. Ah. Clever. <laughs> Clever. Yeah. But yeah, so basically, uh, this is something we're going to do mm-hmm. every week. Uh, we're starting off, it's going to be uh, Rust there, and we're going to be talking about the awfully cheerful engine, which you oh. can get for free if you write in and ask a question to this show, as mm-hmm. mentioned earlier. That we answer. Yeah. If we answer it. Yeah. If we yeah. answer it, yes. Yeah. So you get the yeah. chance. You get the chance yeah. if you ask a question. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so basically, we're going to sit and talk about different indie RPGs and, and different topics, and you can come mm. along and ask questions and get involved with that. So that's something we're going to be live streaming on Monday evenings. Right. And uh, then on Tuesdays, we're going to have an actual play campaign, which is going to be a series. Uh, that's going to be looking mm. to start in April, because I'm just, I just had an email from some amazing content creators who I'm going to get to do that, because... You don't want to be listening to me and Russ all the time across these shows because that would get very samey. Even though we're amazing. Even though we're amazing. So we're going to have a a campaign. It'll be like an eight-week-long campaign. Um, And so we'll get details of that coming up as soon as I have them. Mm-hmm. On Wednesdays, we're going to have Bite Size, um, which is we're going to have little short videos, which we're going to put on TikTok and YouTube and Facebook, which are going to be little bite-sized portions of learning to play tabletop RPGs. And the first mm-hmm. series we're going to do that on is on Level Up. So it'll just be cool. short little clips on different sections. So it might be like, oh, like character creation, common questions and going through that, mm. or you know, different mechanics and things like that. Just short little nice. clips. So if you're Googling quickly, how does this work? There'll be something there that you can yes. quickly watch. That'll mm, be nice yeah. and short. Mm. Thursdays we're going to have another actual play on the first Thursday of the month and it's going to be a one shot using different EM publishing games so I think the first one will probably be the awfully cheerful engine that we keep Mm. mentioning today 
Yeah. And on the third Thursday of the month, we're going to have EN Publishing live stream, which is going to be a really casual kind of just hangout with the EN Publishing team where we're going to update you on what we're doing, upcoming products. If you've got Kickstarter with us, we'll just can ask any questions about the fulfillment and where yeah. things are with that. Uh, and just to ask questions generally about publishing. So if you're yeah. like a small publisher yourself and you want to ask questions about how we do things, happy to sit and chat with, through that with you as well. Mm. So yeah, and then lastly... Oh. On Fridays, we're going to be having this week in Tabletop RPG, uh, which is going to be a really short video giving a quick summary of the news there. So you have lots of different ways to get Tabletop RPG news now. So you can have the short little video just doing a weekly summary. And if you hear something there you think is interesting, you can go on the news website at EM World and read it in more detail. Or if you want to listen to it in more depth, you could listen to this very podcast you listen to now uh, for a more in-depth kind of chat about it. Amazing. So that's kind of all the things we're doing at the moment, but we're going to be adding different stuff and, and letting it grow and see what works well. Um, and mm. you can find out all this information and the calendar with links to where you can watch it and the dates and the times on enliverpg.com. Right. Uh, that sounds amazing. So this is so, kind of quite what? a major mm. expansion for our little company. It's quite a big a big thing for us to be doing mm. and it's quite exciting and what is quite cool is you're pretty much taking that and running with it i mean you're completely mm. taking ownership of this aspect of it so it's all it's all it's your baby basically this whole thing mm-hmm. yeah it yeah it is and i'm yeah i'm really i'm really glad to be doing it i think it's really exciting uh, i know i love watching actual play games so it's going to be great to have some of those of our shows because mm. we've mm. done a few of them in the past as well so you can see them on our youtube page but it'll be nice to have like them running regularly so people can have a look and see what all our games are about. Yeah. I really like the idea of the bite size show because, you know, sometimes, you know, when you're just like, you want to know a quick rule thing, but you don't want to flick through the whole rule book and find out is it on page 96 yeah. or 87. And you just want somebody to quickly tell you it's this. Mm. So that I think will be super useful and something yeah. I, I'll use. And um, not d and I'm very excited about as well, because it was an mm. idea I had long before um, I was at EM Publishing about three or four years ago, um, because I'm quite passionate about indie RPGs. Well, and I, you know, I don't hate Dungeons and Dragons, which is the question I think everyone's going to assume. <laughs> uh, I do love d and I'm in a fifth edition campaign that's been running for three years now. Um, wow. But I love loads of other RPGs as well. And I don't think they get as much showcasing and as much airtime as they deserve. And I think, <laughs> I think a lot of people that start playing role-playing games go, well, I'm going to have to play D&D. And they go in to do that. But I think as a system, that can be a bit intimidating if you've never done role-playing before. Because there's a lot of rules and there's a lot of stuff to buy and get involved in. Um, so I think sometimes there are different systems that would be better for kind of your first introduction to RPGs. Uh, yeah, so yeah. I, I kind of want to share that with everybody and talk about it. Yeah, and the, and the good thing about that, there is no shortage of amazing indie games to showcase. We could do mm. that forever. So That's many. the hope. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. the hope, yeah. Uh, well, I've been emailing lots of people in the last month and loads of people have been really excited to get involved, which is absolutely mm. great. Mm-hmm. If, you, if I haven't spoken to you and you are listening uh, you have your own RPG that is not about Dungeons & Dragons and you would like to be on the show, uh, just contact us and get in touch. If you go to the website, enliverpg.com, there's a contact page. So just get in touch with me there and tell me about your game. And uh, yeah, we could probably have you on to talk about it. Nice. That's very generous. So what's the format of that show then? It's like a uh, little interview sort of thing, is it? Yeah, so it'll be a live stream. So we'll we'll start, we'll have a, a little chat with the person to, to mm. chat about them and their kind of background and experience with gaming so they can talk about you know how they got into rpgs and what do they do in the industry and about that 
Uh, and then we're going to have an in-depth chat about the the game that we're talking about that week. So yeah, tell people what the system is, how it works. Because if people are mostly familiar with Dungeons and Dragons, they might not know that some role-playing games don't even use any dice at all mm. or, you know, things like that. Uh, so we'll have a, a chat about the game and, and the artwork and how it was made and the story of that. And then each week we'll have a topic and something we discuss as well. So in the first one, I'm going to pick about how do you find a group? So if you're interested in playing role-playing games, uh, how, do, how do you find people to play with? Uh, I've been so some research then before. Yeah, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, because I think that's uh, something that some people struggle with. They're like, yeah, I've 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 gone online and I've seen some actual plays, and this RPGs look really fun. What next? Uh, mm. So I wanted to talk about that. So one thing I will be mentioning is is role playing clubs as well, which Peter, I'm sure you you would probably suggest as well as a good way to start playing games. But yeah, so we're going to talk about a topic each week that will be loosely related, maybe to the game, or just a topic that we think is interesting, or a topic mm. that's been requested, because it will be a live stream, we're going to be doing a live Q&A afterwards. So during the show, if you want to ask a question or have, you know, have a suggestion for something, you can just type it in there straight away. And um, you can get involved by watching on Twitch, uh, by Facebook uh. and YouTube, and we'll see all the comment feeds from all of them. So we'll be able to reply to them. Because I, I was wondering, like, it seemed from the website that it was going to be posted on in world's servers but you're actually doing it on twitch is that correct uh yeah so it'll be streamed on twitch uh mm-hmm. and that is uh, en publishing is where you can mm-hmm. find us there ah. and we'll also be on our facebook page which is en publishing um and also our youtube page which mm. is en world rpg just yeah, to cool. keep you on your toes uh, well, I certainly wasn't <laughs> expecting that one. Right. So, the, <laughs> so the idea is that uh, we're streaming across as many platforms yeah. as possible. So whichever one you're more comfortable with, you can just you can just use, and it's there. It's yeah, there yeah. for you. We're to, even to watch. doing a TikTok, and we're doing a TikTok. Mm-hmm. I don't well, even know what a TikTok stream... is, but we're doing one. I, I thought TikToks were about fifteen seconds long. So fifteen uh, so seconds about long. So thirty seconds or so. So we won't be doing yeah. the live streams on TikToks. Uh, no. Some of the shows will be so bite size will be, and also this week in tabletop RPG will be on there because um, mm. they're going to be quite short format shows. Uh, but mm. yeah, but we're also just going to have a TikTok page, um, and again, that's like a more kind of more relaxed informal kind of social media so i'll probably be on there you know video replying to stuff in the tabletop rpg community that's on there so um okay yes that sounds exciting so a question for the live stream because we're obviously in the uk on gmt a lot Mm -hmm. of our listeners are going to be from all around the world what time and time zone when exactly Mm. each day is the live stream going to happen Sure. Well, Monday's live stream of Not D&D will be at 10 p.m. GMT, which is Mm -hmm. 5 p.m. EST. Mm -hmm. And then whatever, you know, place you are in the world, please translate it between one of those times because I can't do all of them. I will not list all the the time zones. Every time zone. (laughs) Midday on the Eastern Seaboard, I think. Western Seaboard? Yeah, uh, Eastern. So that would be like New York kind of EST. Um, Mm. So, and then the EM publishing update uh, will be at 8 p.m. GMT, Mm. which is... A time in EST. Three PM EST, and I think uh, what? Well, oh, cracky! And then I'm it's uh, like five hours behind, yeah, isn't it's it? Five hours so that'd be like yeah. three PM. Anyway, yeah. it's it's eight PM yeah. 
GMT. Super. So you can uh, translate that to your time zone. Uh, so that'll uh, be the EM publishing updates. The actual play uh, ones are going to be subject to the content creators and ooh. for the series. Uh, mm. So we'll post that on the website on EM publishing. Ooh. So EM Live RPG uh, will have the time for once they've been announced, but we haven't announced what the show is yet. Um, but oh. they will be on Tuesdays and Thursdays and we'll announce the time on there. Because it depends Sorry. where the content creators are in the world. Because hmm. the great thing about having a series, and we're going to have a, a range of different ones, is that we can use a variety of different people. So we can get mm. people from different parts of the world and we can make sure that we're having a really diverse, diverse. So I was trying that again. A really so we can make sure we're having a really diverse group of people mm. that mm. are playing the games. Cause I think that's what we, we all want to see uh, yeah. playing games. Cause that's, I think I know something that was important when working on level up. If you have a look at all mm. the creators and people behind it, it's a really different broad range of people, which I think yeah. makes the game better. Mm. E-N Liver PG. No, is... please don't call it that. E-N Live RPG. Yeah. <laughs> there, has, has technically officially launched because you've already oh. made an introductory video, which is Ooh. awesome. Very That short little overview oh, yeah. video. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, which is kind of cool. Um, when, when did you say all the other ones were launching? So the first one is next week. All the other shows? Yeah. So oh, the, yeah. Hmm. Um, so you can look at the schedule. Um, we have a schedule page with an interactive calendar with wow. all the shows and pretty pictures and timings and everything. And it can also link to your calendar. So if you want to uh, watch a live show, you can just click on that button. It'll go into your calendar on your iPhone or Gmail or whatever. Um, so, hmm. yeah, the first one will be Monday the 7th. Uh, hmm. And then on Friday the 11th, we'll be doing this week in Tabletop. Uh, so we'll be running live streaming every Monday. We also have a live stream on uh, Thursday, the 17th of March, which is the EM Publishing monthly update. Uh, and then we'll obviously have the podcast every Saturday that comes mm. out as per usual. And then in April, mm. we'll be looking to kick it up a notch and have the actual plays um, running on Tuesdays and Thursdays and also on Wednesdays, hopefully have uh, the Bite Size series going. Well, the fun thing is we mm. actually have a budget to do this so that we're able to pay yes. contributors a decent amount oh, as yeah. well. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Which is nice. That has been really important to me. Well, it's something we do at EM Publishing is we believe mm. in paying people for the work they do. Mm. Shocking. Interesting. And paying them kind of a fair rate. So I've been speaking mm. to content creators and asking them what their kind of rates are. Uh, rates are because I didn't I didn't really know and it's one thing I found is it's hugely variable mm -hmm. and so what I'm trying to do is try and set some kind of standard rates that are kind of you know that work for people so that mm. if somebody approaches us with a really low rate we can say actually no we don't think that's a fair pay we pay this person that much so we'll pay you the same amount as them yeah. so we can mm -hmm. um, so that's kind of the attitude I want to have because I think mm. if you're working and producing and doing something that's you know, that's worth a certain amount. Yeah. yeah. It, I also, um, and I also yeah. think if if people are undervaluing their own work, yeah. mm. that doesn't only harm them, it also kind of harms other people because it normalizes yeah. the low rates. So yeah. if we make sure we always pay, you know, the same good rate, no yeah. matter what, you know, if their rate is lower, we still pay our good rate. That that helps denormalize the low rates. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. no, absolutely. Yeah. It raises the bar in the industry, yeah. really. Because I think a lot of, 
like I said before, you, nobody goes into making tabletop RPGs because they want to make loads and loads of money. Uh, yeah. They they do it because they're passionate about RPGs and they love right. making them. Or in the ter- in the in the subject of content creators, they love talking about them and sharing them with people. Yeah. Uh, mm. And I think they should be paid fairly for their time for that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, but like, the, it, it, I think it's sort of the difference between no one expects to get rich and but nobody wants to lose money. So yeah. 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 yeah, well, at the end of the day, we all have, you have to pay to live. And I mean, in the UK, yeah. prices are rising, as we've heard about in the yep. news for various things. But, yep. you know, you want to, you know, so I want to pay people fairly mm. for their time. Hey. Mm. Sounds awesome. I was a freelancer in the games industry for a number of a number mm. of years, because uh, yeah. I first started at EN working, um, mm. just I was just doing like 10 hours a week doing, the, you know, so I'm used to kind of doing lots of little bits and pieces. So it's mm. nice to be fairly paid. And you tend to go back to the companies that treat you well. Hence why I'm back here full time. Hey, nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I guess the question that is really on my mind is tell me about the advanced fifth edition content that you're planning to put out. Because I gotta tell you, I am I am super excited about advanced fifth edition stuff because I've been running two games per week of it for uh-huh. about well, Peter, How can yes. we tell you're super excited if you haven't made your excited noise? Ah! Yeah. Are you happy? Are you happy? Excited, thank you. <laughs> yeah, Ooh. absolutely. We're really excited about Level Up. Um, actually, the, in terms of um, at the in publishing live stream on the 17th, I'll be chatting to the backers about like their fulfillment and when Ooh. the games are coming because the printing is like mm. being finished as we speak. Like, it's, it's shipping like in a few days now, isn't it? Yeah, <sighs> it's coming up in the next week or so. Uh, it's it's starting its journey, but bear mm. in mind we live in the world we do now, and shipping mm-hmm. be wild. Mm. <laughs> That's my professional opinion on it. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is fair. Yeah, yeah, it'd be yeah. wild. We asked we asked a hundred logistics experts, and they all said, "Yeah, shipping be wild here." Yeah, right, yeah, yes. yeah exactly. <laughs> But, right. I mean, it's, I'm not wrong. But anyway, no, um, so yes, yeah, so I'll be talking about it then. So about getting the books to out to backers, that'll be kind of really exciting. Uh, yeah. And then in terms of the content with EN Live, uh, we'll be looking to do a campaign using that. Mm. Yes. So that may be the one starting in April, um, I believe. Mm. Uh, but I'll get more details about that and who is doing it when I have it confirmed. Yes. Um, I had an email literally as we're recording this podcast that came through from somebody, which <gasps> made me do a little happy dance because they were some very good people I wanted to work with. And like I say, on Wednesdays, the bite-sized series will be looking at Level Up because uh, we appreciate Mm. it's it's something that's brand new. So a lot of people, Mm. and also it's a big book. It's not Mm. a small book. And there's not just one book as well. There are many books. So Mm. I think some people would appreciate just something for little kind of questions Mm. and information on there. So if you do actually have any kind of questions and information, if you want to ask us on, you know, kind of, I guess, EN World's forums would be a good place to ask any kind of questions and I'll kind of glean across them for any frequently asked questions for things yeah. that might be Or, or you useful. can drop an email into the podcast and I'll just forward it on to Jess. So if you want to drop an yeah. um, email into morrispodcast at gmail.com, I'll just forward it on. Yep. Okay. And um, yeah. throughout the year as well, like I said, we're going to be doing one shots on Thursday as well. So I, I imagine a lot of months we'll be doing one shots using um, Level Up Advanced 5th Edition as well, uh, as nice. well as all our other systems at the end. Yeah. <laughs> So is there anything, what's, what's the thing that most, you're most excited about doing this? Cause I know when we, when we were talking about you coming back to EM publishing mm-hmm. late last year, um, this was, this is one of the topics we talked about. Yeah. And you kind of bit, you know, you were really interested in that. Yeah. In, in doing that. So what is, what is, what is it about that? What is the thing that really, really excites you about, about doing the whole media side of it? 
Well, I'm, I like to, much of this, I like talking about games. <laughs> I, I, you know, I think most people that are really into um, almost any games, even people that are into board games or, or digital games, mm. for me with tabletop role-playing games, uh, when you find something you really like, you want to tell other people about it. Because you're like, I mm. found this really fun thing. Come and look. It's really awesome. Uh, and I think tabletop RPGs are still kind of, niche in the world i think that's fair to say although, <laughs> although growing fortunately oh it definitely is but i still think it's not like you know uh, it's still very niche it's yeah. still it's still a niche genre and i want to kind of share it with more people because i think it's really i think it's really great and um so i really am excited about not dnd as well because i want to kind of uplift and showcase people in the industry that are really creative yeah. and are doing amazing things because mm. different people like different rpgs like if you hear about mm. people some of the arguments you see in forums and online about how to properly play this game. Yeah. There's not really one way to properly play something. It's just what you and your table like. And so, you know, there are some games that, you know, aren't my cup of tea that someone else will absolutely love. And, you know, so I think just if you know all about all the different systems and have a look and, and try things out, you'll have a really good, uh, you know, have a really fun time playing RPGs. Mm. So yeah, for me, it's getting to talk about them all day and, and, and sharing it with other people. Mm. So that's what I'm, kind of really excited about like hmm. who like yeah what nerd doesn't want to talk for ages <laughs> about the subject they're interested in yeah. so it's like a technical side to it i mean i i i heard you already using words that i don't really understand what they are so uh, <laughs> is, there, is there a bit of a sort of learning curve on you know learning new platforms new systems new I software mean, is it yeah like? i mean i'm a I'm a woman in my 30s, so TikTok is not a natural habitat for me because it's full of teenagers <laughs> who, when I went on there, told me I was old because I have a side part and wear skinny jeans. So, uh, yeah, so it's an interesting place. Okay. Dang. Yeah, I was, I was thinking, oh, I'm in my 30s. I'm pretty young, but I've been told, no, I'm very old and decrepit now. But uh, So that's TikTok. <laughs> yeah, um, thank, so I'm thank learning. You for taking that one for the team, we appreciate. That. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but no, no, I do. I mean, I've met a really nice community of people on there. The role playing things, so it's it's quite nice. Yeah, so 100, percent there's going to be things I'm learning and doing. I don't know everything about everything at all. I have never mm. done actual plays and hosted that, but that's precisely why I want to work with other content creators that have done that and are good mm. at that. So I'm going to be, you know, uh, so the bite size, I'm not going to be on that. I'm going to be, again, we're hiring people to, to make those videos and do that in the best way. Mm. But yeah, so there's definitely going to be things that I, I need to learn about. Like I've done some live streaming things before because in, you know, in 2020, I was working in the games industry and everything mm. went online, like all mm. the conventions had to be online. So it's almost, it's I, almost like something happened. I, I don't know. Someone got a cough or something. Um, yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, the plague happened. Yes. <laughs> but no, but so yeah, so the twenty twenty expo I was also I was working for EN, so I did all uh -huh. our kind of, you know, talks and demos we did there, which are on uh our Facebook page. You can go watch them if you if uh -huh. you'd so like. And I was also working for Alley Cat Games, so I did a load of interviews and things like that mm -hmm. for them on there. Um so I've done, you know, a little bit of this before in the past, but yeah, I think like with anything, you if you're passionate about something and you wanna want to do it and want to learn about it you just kind of have to get stuck in and involved and, yeah, and learn you as you go yeah. you do it yeah. yeah yeah so there's gonna be an element of that and i'm sure because it's the internet people will tell me when i do things wrong and let me know how i can improve because <laughs> yeah, but they'll do so in a very polite and respectful manner <laughs> yeah remembering so I'm very, that you're a person which is always remember, important mm, yes uh, which they always do so yeah i'm hmm. I'm super, super excited about this. Mm. I really am. I have been for like Good. the last three months since we first mentioned it. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So I, I originally 
Russ surprised me with offering me to come back in like December just before Christmas. So, but this has been a little bit of time with me finishing up other roles that I was doing before coming in and then figuring out what I'm doing before we got started. Mm. So it has felt like it's been, yeah, three months of waiting, but. Yeah. Yeah. And we're there. We start, we start on, well, technically on Monday, I suppose. Yes. We start on Monday. Yes. Mm. Our first ever live stream. Well, it's, it's not because we did that at 2020 at the game. Oh, right. Our second ever live stream. Well, yeah. Well, you've done a couple as well, because like last year I saw that you did some. Did I? Yeah, you did an awfully cheerful engine episode. Oh, yeah. It. Oh, yeah. I, I, I've totally forgotten the things <laughs> that I've done. So we have, spra- <laughs> Ian Publishing has sporadically <laughs> created online content, but we just yeah. haven't done it in a structured and regular way, yes. which is kind yeah, of yeah, okay. what we're doing yeah. now. Yeah. So stru- structured and regular, which is, yeah. Uh, Which are just such exciting words, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you it's need structured things. and regular and organised. Mm, yeah, o- organised fun is the best kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, organised <laughs> yeah. indoor fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're, this is this is music to my tabletop RPG ears. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but as well as Ian Live as well, another thing I'm coming on to do is events stuff. Uh, now that hopefully the plague will be withering away, hopefully uh, we're going to be looking us to go to events, yeah, yeah. and see people in person. So I know for us at EM Publishing this year in 2022, we're looking to go to the UK Games Expo and mm. Dragon Meet, and there might be a few other smaller RPG conventions in the UK we'll be looking to go to. Uh, but in 2023, we'll mm. be looking to expand and go to a lot more things. So mm. subjects to plagues and wars. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to Games Expo this year. And we've got, yes. we got, yeah. we got a good team going to Expo this year. So mm. we've got... Well, and me. <laughs> and yeah. 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 So we've got three of us. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we've got Shin and we've got um, uh, Al Bell as well. Oh, lovely. Yeah, I, I expect that I might be persuaded if you twist my arm <laughs> to talk to people about Advanced 5th Edition of Lurp, <laughs> I suppose. And I might... I suppose find it within my within my time to actually maybe run a couple of games, <gasps> some demoing of the system. Demoing, demoing. Yeah, and then you can find out just how fast I can talk when I'm running a combat. Because if you think the start of a podcast is quite fast, you have not heard anything yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I'm looking forward to going to conventions to get to see people and also to yeah. get to play games as well. Yeah, so, yeah, it's, that's. <laughs> That's the main draw of going to them. So mm. most of my evenings are already booked with stuff for the UK mm. Games Expo. Yeah. But, wow. uh, yeah. Okay. I know they've got like a mega game going on there. So that's going to be Ooh. interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm just trying to remember what its name is. But yeah, they've got definitely got at least one mega game going on. Mm-hmm. Oh, the game is going to be Aftermath, which is, yeah, that's available on mm, 10.30 to 5 o'clock on Saturday. Um a narration-heavy mega game focused on managing a small community of survivors negotiating with us to shape the immediate future. Well, that would be interesting. That does sound um, cool. Yes, yes. I, I expect I might be busy doing things, running games for other people. But yeah, if yeah. all sorts. Well, on that note, I think it's time to wind up. Okay. So next week, if you want to get your question in on our brand new listener questions segment, we need a better name for it than listener questions, though. We're going to think of a better name by next week. But Okay, how, how about... Questions that we answer from listeners that have been asked via the medium of the internet. Perfect. Is that not right. just the there best name that you? So you can remember that, Russ. That's fine. How about we'll call it um, "Ask Anything Me Anything." Ooh, ask, anything ask, me anything. Ask, ask anything, me anything. Ask anything, me anything. anything. There we go. And you could use "en" at the start of it. 
Ask E anything. <laughs> ask E anything. Because <laughs> <laughs> that is ask E N anything as well. Ask E N anything. There we go. Yes, anyway. Yeah, we'll think about that. But anyway, if you do want to send in a question, check the show notes. All this is the beginning of the pop up podcast again. I can't even say the word podcast. And the person whose question we answer does get a free soft cover copy of Awfully Cheerful Engine number one, which is basically comic book sized, about 30 odd pages ish. It's a rules like game. Yes. Bright covers. Very, very easy to pick up and play, especially good for one shots, conventions, Mm. live streams. Brilliant for live streams. Yeah. Yeah, it's designed with all that in mind. Amen. Yeah. And with that, that's it. That's it for the week. That's the show. We're done. Hey. Hey. Apparently, I now have to read this to you. This is the official podcast of Morris's unofficial tabletop RPG news, which you can find at enworld.org. You can find show notes at morris.podbean.com or wherever you found the podcast. If you feel like they deserve it, you can support the show on Patreon. In return, you will receive exclusive bonus content. Just go to patreon.com slash morris. If you're interested in his babbling nonsense, you can follow at Morris on the Twitter. Send your emails to morrispodcast at gmail.com. Not all of your emails, just the ones you want us to see. That's it. I'm bored now. You can go away. Shoo, off you go. Goodbye. Get out of here. Ian Liver PG, which we're looking forward to. Ian Liver PG. Do you know what? I spent weeks coming up with the name Peter. I asked several people to contribute. People come up with anything. So I left it. The last thing I was like, I'm just going to name it someone, something, and no one can complain. She really did not. She really did not like my suggestion. I, I mean, Russ, I've seen many of the things that you have named, and I got to say, great game designer. Terrible with names. Why? Why? <laughs> yeah, I did. I even said that. I was like, and it's like, what do you mean? I was like, for example, the name of this podcast. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with the name of this podcast. It's, it's so long. Name. It's so long, to, man. I have it's to so type long. it out for people. Long and we, names. We are have like better. a 95 cent chance of getting right. it right after okay. three can four we, years. Right. Let's, 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 let's talk this through. <laughs> can we? Can we agree that names are good? It's good to have names. <laughs> sure. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Can we agree that when you have good things, it's better to have more of them? No. No. Yes. Yes. <laughs> If you like custard, it's better to have more custard. And therefore, by that irrefutable logic, longer names are better than shorter names. <laughs> oh, it's, it's pure it, logic. And this it's is why we should stream, just so people can see Jess's face at this point, <laughs> because... That is not the face of that is not the face of convinced. That is, yeah, I wish I could take a photo and like paint it up and like just put National Portrait Gallery has the face of skepticism. <laughs> yeah, this is generally the face Russ sees on all of our business calls. <laughs> Look, just because you don't like logic.